0: Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing well. Very quickly, a thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Nick Maiden. And of course, thank you to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible. If you would like to join the group chat, which was... Of course, obviously very, uh, very upbeat today as Roma defeat Cagliari. You can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And also, if you enjoy or have enjoyed, well, I don't know. Some have enjoyed, although somebody on Twitter said they, in, uh, they thought that in their head, they worked up of what I looked like. And it was a skinnier version. They said battistuta, I believe.
1: I was I was told they imagined that I w- I looked like Ben Kingsley. That I was some fifty-year-old man, balding man you know uh, i was about to say died. there's a
0: lot you could take from that the accent the baldness <laughs> uh he hasn't had a hair follicle since the 50s it seems like um, Yes, it,
1: it seems like you know so i don't know i mean uh what uh what kind of version of of ben kingsley i wonder because yeah. you know, there is there is the one from from gandhi there's one from schindler's list and then there is one from sexy beast and if people mm. haven't seen sexy beast that is ben kingsley being the most terrifying villain in movie history so i hope that at least people did not associate me with that version of the english thespian
0: yeah no i active. listen i i understand i look like i'm 12 i, I can understand those uh, those expectations but when when i saw that tweet somebody said uh, in my yeah. head, I envisioned Solano right. looked like a, a, a skinnier version of Battistuta. I mean, I, I don't see any. I don't know where that came from or what know. afforded me that sort of uh, benefit of the doubt. I, I I almost feel obligated to apologize for that because, wow. Um, but still, I am somewhat flattered. At least my voice uh, exudes that uh, that vision of a skinnier version of Battistuta. YouTube.com slash at ISROMA. Press where you can watch us uh be in a somewhat jovial mood today. Uh, I am coming off of this. Um, I was supposed to do a 15 minute before we recorded, um, I got booked by a very, very small radio station um in uh, Sardinia. And very, very, very small. Very small. The only reason I was doing it was I have a friend who works there. I was going to appear after the match and give my analysis. Um they they said they had something come up uh, for the Pulse match, but that was their way of uh, uh, letting me go prematurely because I think they were upset with my joke or not even a joke. If you have been and visited Sardinia, okay, probably the natural beauty, right, Dandy, is like the thing. If you go to Sardinia, the uh, beaches are uh, the the sea. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's it, a reason
1: it, it, why 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 Berlusconi had his favorite horror houses there. So, all
0: right. Well, I wasn't going to, to mention the, to the, the, the the brothels, but um, <laughs> they, they also have it's very well known for um, uh, uh, mines, sea mines, and the. Uh, I it was an obvious joke. I said, I, I think you know Jose Mourinho and Roma might have uh, just kicked the tenure of uh, Claudio Ranieri uh, into the bottom of the uh, uh, mine at Porto Flavia, which is one of the more well-known ones. Uh, They must have took exception to that because they only allowed me on for uh, uh, seven minutes. Uh, And then they said, oh, you know what? We have something come up. We have to let you go.
1: So I I apologize.
0: Uh, uh, My my apologies for that. I thought it was an obvious joke, but apparently not. Uh, But it is true, though. I mean, Roma... I have to admit. I mean, I, I was looking at a spot in the uh, the mine of Porto Flavia for myself to, as to where my uh, corpse could lie for the rest of eternity, because there, this had all the hallmark looks and appearance of the typical, uh, you know, purge match. Shmurdaov was on the cards, obviously. Uh, Ranieri. But that never came into fruition. And Andy, to be quite honest, there, w- th- there was never a point in that match where Cagliari looked uh, even to be on the same, forget the level, just it was as if they were playing two different sports. I mean, Roma, they were dominant. They were extremely well-balanced. I thought uh, Cristante was uh, phenomenal at the back tonight. And it, it was the exact opposite of what we saw in Liguria against Genoa. They were right from the start. They showed, I, I thought, incredible effort, um, incredible determination. And what happens uh, less than 20 minutes into the match, back to back, Awar, Lukaku. And from there, it's, I, I mean, game, uh, game over before even half an hour. I mean, you you cannot ask for more than that. I mean, that that was thorough. That was balanced. That was dominating. I mean, the only negative tonight is Paulo Dybala, Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's Paulo Di w-
1: walking out at, before halftime, which is never a good sign. With him, we've said it. This is a guy who is so, uh, he knows his body so well that he's terrified of, uh, of even mm. the smallest incident. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I take it as a bad sign that he walks out, um, or rather, I don't even know how to take it because he got called up by Argentina and we all know how much he cares <laughs> right, about Argentina. Right, and and he right. missed the last international break. So I don't know if this was some kind of precaution on his part and maybe the staff and Mourinho, like they did a year ago for the World Cup, they tried to preserve him for the for the Argentina side. But um it's that was for me, it's the only it's the only negative that we can talk in a night that uh, really saw Roma soar back to to uh, to that kind of level of enthusiasm that was built up in in that um, in that seven to zero beating of Empoli. Obviously, you know, it's uh, the score line says it all, with the exception of the penalty near the final minutes. Uh, this was it was all going Roma's way, and also. It's just, it was a pleasant evening because for me, you know, it's always nice. Jose Mouar gets a goal. Belotti gets a goal. And then Romelu Lukaku scores a brace. Um, Yeah, Lukaku right now is only behind uh, Batistuta in terms of players who have had a better start in their first, I believe, six appearances in the league for the club. So, yeah. I think he's he's now won what seven goals in six games, in eight, six appearances. Uh, seven goals I think it's in
0: eight. It's eight appearances altogether if you take uh, Europa League. No, and I'm really, not. Saying, saying, no,
1: that... I'm saying Serie I'm saying serien. Oh, it's say, say, say,
0: yeah, Then yeah, seven it's six, goals uh, it's six seven six and six in six. Games. Yes. Yeah. yes. 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 I, I mean the the difference. I will be quite frank. I don't know whether to to enjoy just being a naturally uh jaded person natural pessimist I, I i i love every second of this but the thought of him leaving after this season after the start it, it it terrifies me we can get to him in a moment we clearly though every uh before every single match that we are uh, worried about they're coming off a, a poor spell clearly we have to complain of uh, the lack of uh, uh, assist of the wingbacks because you and I were on here two, uh, two, two to three days ago complaining about Zalewski, complaining about... Uh, well, we weren't complaining about uh, Zeki salik but uh, he was coming off uh, he, he had gone this in the match, but he was coming but off. Those of, I mean, were facts, so it's you know. Right. Uh, yeah. We, I, I, we I, were I, finally maybe
1: Roma. I don't know. Maybe Mourinho tuned us in. Maybe we were playing on loudspeaker in the dressing room. You know, at Trigoria. Well, we know. And maybe that's well, that's somebody who thought, okay, this guy looks like Ben Kingsley, and this guy looks like <laughs> Battistuta, and they, you know, we have secret admirers at Trigoria. But thank God, thank God that. Well, somebody we we
0: know one. Hold on, I have to interject because a few weeks ago, someone. I don't see why this would be an issue to say. It, it is kind of funny. I won't say who. Uh. Someone from Roma. Uh, they they took issue with uh, one of the articles that we put out. It was yes, just a
1: slight mistake.
0: No, 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 no. It wasn't your mistake. It was a mistake of all of the others who who, who put yeah, it was, in. We made, we, 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 yeah, it, it
1: was a headline. Yeah, yeah, we that- just
0: heard it just like everybody else. It, it was, it wasn't a mistake. It, it was, uh, it was the feed that we were all using. It it, it wasn't a mistake at all. But uh, this certain executive uh, at Roma Contacted one of the uh, uh, um, immediately uh, media, like, me- yeah, someone from the, the it popped up. <laughs> I mean, within within two minutes, it was fantastic. And then uh, you that got person- contacted by by. Yeah, it's 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 not a it's not a problem. I, no, I know, but again, but it's, so so we are being. They do you know, watch. They they do red watch, red and, and I will say that. Uh, I mean, you could talk with the media team of Roma uh, during the days of Paralta, and and that wasn't an issue, but uh, I I like how they are proactive now, Uh, the exact opposite. So for better or for worse, I mean, we know they are watching, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, Big Brother, uh, you know, be careful, we are watching you. In a way, okay, fine, uh, I can live with that. But it it is funny. So we do know, at least in part, uh, at least one very high executive at uh, Roma is watching and reacting in very quick time. I mean, I, I mean, after twenty two kids, I don't know if I've gotten any reaction uh, so quickly in my life from anyone. But um, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it, it has been interesting. But seriously, the the thing with Spinazzola, Karsdorp. I what we saw from Karsdorp on the right, and this is. No, uh, I'm not meaning this as a shant at Christensen or even Zeki Salik. I just think what you saw in that action on the the goal of Lukaku, I I don't know if the others would have been capable of that. And and that is what he does. That is what he brings. And and that is him. That is him. When he is at his best, I, I think he is very, 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 very good. And Spinazzola, too, on the goal of Awar. I mean, whenever I don't have, as we know, our research department on the weekends they uh, uh, they take days off. So I, uh, I I couldn't even venture to guess when the last match of Roma was when both the right and the left back ha- had an assist. I I will leave that to you. I would I, I would I don't have don't to know.
1: assume, in maybe Mourinho's first year. I would assume mm. that maybe then, but. Uh, Otherwise, I would have to guess something along the lines of when Kolarov was still here. So
0: Kolarov
1: was with us until I think 2019 or something like that, 2020 maybe. So yeah, about uh, what, three years? (laughs) So,
0: I, no, it, I would be surprised if it was that short. I mean, I, I, I honestly can't recall. I, I I have a very odd memory. I, I, I really think, I think of, of well, it has like to, that, to, maybe it can't.
1: has to be either when, when Kolarov was there, maybe we had a somewhat, I, I don't know, decent version of Florenzi. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> say it. It will sound stupid. So um, I, I couldn't but, recall. But it, it's but been it, a while, nonetheless. The
0: point stands.
1: That it shows, like, Uh, That's why I'm so mad when we don't see these things is because Mm. it's possible. It's not impossible. It is possible. They can do it if you set them up right. And if the players actually embrace the system that has been utilized for for so long over these last few years... And actually, they can make a difference. That's the point is everybody in this team can make a difference. You know, you're know, you not a Cagliari side that has to fight for relegation. Obviously, we're in a tough position in the standings still, despite these nice uh, three results that we've gotten both in Serie A and, and the Europa League. And it's nice to end it uh, on a positive note going into the international break. But the, yes. the, the conclusion has to be you're not... Crap! You're not crap. It's not a it, that cannot be the, the the consensus that everybody sort of you know tries to uh, pass as common knowledge as, as as something that everybody believes in. Oh yeah, well Roma are Roma. You know they're not good enough. Well, no. It, even okay, it's Cagliari Cagliari, same way as Frosinone Frosinone and Servette Servette. But there are there are things that you want to pick up on. Exactly. The, the, the wing backs that actually do their job. Belotti comes in as a substitute and once again has an impact, positive impact on the team. Uh, Paredes, who's, who's doing nicely. Awar, who comes back out from this weird transition period between injury and bench time and also makes an impact. Sort of, it's not, you know, this is not night of the living dead. This team is alive, <laughs> but it's that's why it's so puzzling when they show nothing because yes. there is something there. I am not saying we are, you know, Ancelotti's Real Madrid or Pep Guardiola's Manchester City, but this is definitely a team that can fight for what its initial objectives were. The bad start to the season, for me, it's inexplicable. It's something that, I don't know, has to be uh, from carried over fatigue from last season. I don't know, because then when you see them flowing, the way they did tonight, the way they did against Empoli, it's so, oh man, they, they, they trick you. They trick you into believing... They, they trick do, yeah. into believing two scenarios when they win is that they trick into believing that they're a great team and when they lose they trick into believing that they're a crap relegation side whereas the truth is that it's somewhere in the middle as always as always with roma it's somewhere in the middle
0: well the mind blowing thing to me too is if you take the team that was out there today and you compare it to the one that was uh, on the pitch at uh, uh, in liguria it's mind-blowing to me there's one there, there's one two two differences obviously uh, no pellegrini you have uh, cristante at the back uh, no diego llorente for the most part we are looking at the same cast of players and what has to both i guess in a way make you feel somewhat good but also in a way piss you off too it's like if they'd have shown half of this effort in genova i mean they they win I, I, because that match had nothing to do, do again with technical uh, ability it had nothing to do with uh you know uh, just even bad luck uh, it, it was just effort it was pure and simple effort and i look at the first half an hour the way they played today it, it's just mind-blowing to me the way they conducted themselves it, it's night and day compared to what we saw in Liguria and it's confusing it's frustrating and it, it just adds to the mystery surrounding this team because when you say when they play as they were tonight they are very good and no you, you somewhat alluded to it nobody is expecting them to be Real Madrid City we are expecting them to be among among the contenders to play uh, to play for a place among the top four and there's no doubting. I mean, in the, in the early goal of this season, they have been very underwhelming. I, I don't know, let's say, if we take the – you have Lukaku arrive. And this is something Jose Mourinho alluded to uh, w- when he was saying that, well, uh, the transfer market really played a, a, a large psychological role on some of the players within the team. And I, I am not doubting that. There's, you can't deny that. It, it, But every team has to deal with that. That, That's not exclusive to Roma, whether it's an incoming operation or an an outgoing operation. Every team has to deal with it. So I I don't know if I necessarily like that as uh, he he wasn't using it as an alibi, but just something to consider. Uh, I I do wonder if you have Lukaku, for instance, against Salernitana. Does that change things against Verona? I don't know. That gets me somewhat bitter. But Roma should have taken care of those games with or without. And there's uh, no doubt in my mind that they just completely uh, bottled those matches. But for you, I I mean, this up and down, hot and cold, you just said the truth is somewhere in the middle. And and I would agree. But the thing that, again, I I just get confused by is. It would be one thing if Roma had a very glaring weakness in some department, but they don't. And it would be one thing if they had a a large list of injuries that they could use uh, as an excuse, as an alibi. They're missing a few guys. But again, given the depth that they acquired over the summer, they have more than enough to be able to handle the likes of Genoa, Verona, Salernitana. So I, I I can't use that as uh, an alibi either. For you, I mean, well, I just don't know what to make of this team. I, I really, really don't. Be, because, uh, I, I mean, they bounce back against Frozen on They win in the Europa League. They roll tonight. And I, I, I'm happy, obviously, they win. But then I'm also somewhat pissed off because it's like, man, you, you, it took you what? Uh, three or four matches wasted to kind of, you know, get, get to this point where you feel the need to give effort uh, at this level? I, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, obviously I'm happy Roma three points tonight, but still in a way I am pissed off because it's again, it's the same cast of guys that was out there against, uh, Genoa. What happened? A- and it's just, how many it- times
1: have we said it, you know, how many times over the years seeing Roma do these up and down performances and going from right. exactly total excitement to total utter depression, uh, many times and here I think there is there is uh, there is definitely some truth to the issue of fatigue there's definitely some truth to the issue of uh, guys not being on the same page and those are normal things that every team has to face it's just right. you have to contain those things and uh, you know limit them as quickly as possible it is about, you know, finding the answers to the issues that really bug you. So, for example, this Cristante situation with him playing as a center back seems to be at the moment uh, a, a kind of blessing in disguise. You know, mm. The fact that you take your most effective midfielder and you have to plug him into the defense. Normally, that would be blasphemous, quoting the great Stephen A. Smith, but (laughs) in this case, it is not. It is actually, it seems to be a lifesaver, a a stabilizer, something that gives you the balance that you needed uh, and that was lacking, that was missing in the first few weeks of the season with him it seems to be working differently there is a, a, a yes. different sense of composure and there is a better link between the defense and the midfield so i don't know what to make of it either because that should not be the case you know but uh, but but it is it is it is you 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 make an unconventional move and by doing so you solve a problem, and and I think it's all with Maroma especially, and a team that has to fight for top four and and sees all the other teams uh, cruise by. It's all about reacting efficiently, you know, and not sticking to ideas and plans that don't work. That's why I was saying, if 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 the three five two doesn't work, if the wingbacks are not producing, change something. Now that the wingbacks are producing. Stick to it. Change something else. Uh As we are recording, Mourinho saying that he's worried about DiBala. When Mourinho Dybala, says he's worried right. about yeah. DiBala, it means that DiBala is looking at I don't know a month, a month and a half, maybe at minimum. Two. Yeah, you know, if if he yeah. says I'm concerned because DiBala is concerned, then well, you'll he's have not to
0: optimistic. Up. Is my wife's. We need to talk.
1: Yes, exactly. It means <laughs> you have to not figure good. something out fast fast and not linger on the problem I, because you know it's classic then we can always have that excuse ready oh well Dybala is not there right no I want this team after the international break they have to keep on rolling the momentum the same intensity that we saw well, tonight that we saw against Servette, uh, that we saw to a lesser degree against Rosinone it has to be there And there has to be exactly that mentality that we saw in the Europa League of, okay, we don't have this guy. We don't have that guy. We're going to have to come up with this combination. We are going to have to have Lukaku play with Belotti something it's because the season is long everybody's gonna have issues so if you base your whole season on the idea of having Lorenzo Pellegrini and Paolo Dybala available at all at all times two guys that have uh, uh, an injury history that is longer than the list of names of your children uh, then we have a problem we have a problem <laughs> if, if that is the if that is the plan a then we got a problem we have to have a, a, a vast number of of uh, of plans available because this team otherwise will get stuck and then they will point to, oh, well, we don't have DiBala And it's now, in this league, especially with with Serie A, with how it is shaping up to be, with all the other teams clustered up there, uh, nobody has time for excuses. So uh, tonight was very encouraging. It was very encouraging because it really gave, it, it reaffirmed some of the performers, it reaffirmed, for example, Leandro Paredes in my eyes of a guy who slowly but surely, you know, is trying to fulfill the expectations that were set upon him. It gave the chance for Hussein Muawar to get back in. It gave once again the chance of to Belotti to reaffirm his place in the team and show that, okay, I'm here, I'm an option, and I'm not the guy from last season, and It's all about that. Those are the answers. Those are the options on the table and you have them. So this is, for me, it's always great when you can have a night like this ahead of an international break, because it really really emphasizes all of the things that you need to pay attention to. Right. Meaning this is what we have at our disposal. And it's not the genuine match, should be always the exception to the rule. The Genoa match should mm. emphasize the worst things about this team. This team is complacent. This team can um, can just drop energy levels down to a zero. This team can play without uh, uh, ideas. This team can be lifeless. But then you have a Cagliari match like this, where you go into the opponent's stadium, difficult place that you've always had trouble dealing with, And you do what you did tonight and that shows you that you're capable of these these things and that you can go on, you must go on, you must go on. After this international break, uh, a lot of teams will react differently as they always do after an international break. There are those that lose their momentum, there are those that are uh, off to a hot start and there are those that are very slow and uh, and, nothing changes or maybe things go into the dumper. With Roma, I really hope that it's going to be all about making this team more well-rounded. So far, we are very, you know, some things work. And when they work, they work perfectly. And when some things don't work, they work horrendously. Like the defense, right? right? At the start of the season, the defense works awful. It looks awful. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And when it's bad, it's bad. And you know it. But then you have the attack and everybody's free flowing and all of a sudden you got what you got <clears throat> you you scored uh, I believe 25 goals in the opening 9 games of the season across all competition 25 goals. Right. I think last season we had maybe 12 or 13 at this point. So you double the number of goals scored last year. So everything is beautiful in the attack. Now it all has to come back, back full circle. Uh, the defense is improving. But this is a matter that has to be addressed in the international break.
0: I will say, though, if we were to hear Jose Mourinho say these words on Paolo Dibana last season, compared to this season, I, I think if there ever was a time, obviously, the, uh, you would prefer Paulo Di to be not injured, fully available at all times. If there ever w- if there ever was a moment where you feel like okay, international break, let's allow him to rest. And on top of that, too, you have a, a Romelu Lukaku and a Balotti in incredible form. Now, last season, you had Balotti, who was, for all intents and purposes, a, a black hole of a player. Whether it be injury, uh, we mentioned it before, and you bring it up a lot. But I do think it. it, it it bears repeating, he did not have a preseason with Roma. They had an agreement in place for months, but but they couldn't sign him. So the guy is just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. So he lost an entire summer, not being able to do a preseason last season with Roma. Um, frankly, it couldn't have gone worse than last year for I, I I mean, the expectation coming into this season after how year one went for him, it was okay. Well, we—it can't be worse, right? And he brings just such a different dynamic to this team. And, and I know I—I've I've said this on multiple occasions, and I will say it again. I mean, the work rate that he brings—I I just think it—it it, it gets overshadowed a bit too much. Even last season when he wasn't scoring goals, I mean, he—he—he he, he never allows lack of goals, uh, uh, whether or not they, it is a big match to uh, to to take effect on the effort that he gives. I mean, he is always a guy that is willing to give a, a, an incredible amount of effort and work rate, uh, regardless of the circumstances of a match. I mean, if there ever was, right, the moment where you feel, okay, it sucks to lose Paulo Dybala, but at least now you can tolerate it. La- last season, you could not tolerate it. You, you could not to- tolerate the loss of him. You could not tolerate the loss of, I would even say, um, uh, Pellegrini at times. You had no alternative to him at all, even in defense, even in defense. Uh, if you lose Smalling, it, it, it's done. It, it It's done. It's finished. You, you have nobody. So that is where I think a match like tonight, the depth is really the, the thing that stands out to me. Because last season, even two seasons ago in the first year of Jose Mourinho, And before that with Paulo Fonseca, you had one, maybe two reliable names from the bench that you could say to yourself, okay, they are at an acceptable level. Not this season, though. I mean, you have plenty of alternatives. You have guys that um, have no problem with sort of embracing this uncertainty. We don't know who is going to start at the right wing back from match to match. I couldn't tell you, I could not tell. I, I thought uh, uh, all of the papers, uh, all of the bigger papers today, they had uh, Christensen starting. We don't know that. Uh, Spinazzola seems to be obviously uh, far ahead of Zalewski. So
1: no, but but uh, but in some uh,
0: newspapers it said Al Sharawi was going to start. Right, <laughs> exactly, it, it, and that's the thing that really stands out to me this season. And by the way, Jose Mourinho also deserves credit for that because who did we see start tonight? Bove. Um, I don't know if, if Jose Mourinho is not here. If we even know what sort of quantity we have in Bove, so he deserves credit for that too. Um, no, Bo-
1: Bove is in Serie C. Bove is yeah, maybe right, right. In, maybe yeah. He gets promoted to Serie B, but Bove yeah. would follow in Marco plan. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: right. Yeah, he's,
1: you he, he's playing for Perugia Mourinho.
0: right now. He, you know, he's playing at some uh, obscure Serie B Pichenza? side. Serie, okay, relax. So, <laughs> I'm in a good mood. You're trying to piss me off already. Um, the thing, though, that just sort of, I guess, stands out to me the most is, and you brought it up. You you, you said the guy's name is Paredeus, and there's no need for me to regurgitate my thoughts on the guy. What I said for the last ten years, my 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 thoughts on him are very well documented. Um, but what I have seen, and you 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 kind of touched upon it just ever so slightly they seem to go as he goes in these matches like if you watch him yeah we were talking after genova I, I i mean he he looked lost in that match he 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 looked like he could not have done anything um correctly i mean he looked so out of place he didn't look like he even you know uh, knew what sport he was playing or what day it was i mean he looked so lost Today, he was fantastic. Europa League, fantastic. I, I mean, it is obviously more than one guy has an effect as to whether or not Roma win the match or not. But what I am saying is he seems to be sort of like the metaphor or the representation of Roma so far this season. I, I mean, it is so funny to me because you brought him up just now and I, it, it sort of just hit me. I mean, in the matches where Roma are very, 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 very poor, playing terribly, doing nothing correct. He seems to be the ones that stands out the most as not doing well, but when they do good, like tonight, I, I, I mean, you see such a different, um, a, 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 a different, uh, just look to him. I, I mean, he he looks more confident. He looks more assured of himself. It's just astonishing to me that, at least in the early go, again, I am not saying it is strictly down to him, but what I am saying is. When uh, Roma are bad or when they are good, he seems to be the one that you can point to. And I can just say whether or not the match went well or not. I, I think that's the thing I've been saying for years now about him is you, it's the consistency with him. But when he is good, like he was tonight, man, he is fantastic. Very strong. So I, I don't know. I, he's still mm-hmm. one, of I, I he's one of those guys. I just I man, don't know what to make fine. of him it's one he's one of those guys and and Roma
1: are full of of these guys are they are full of players yes. that correct they trick you just like the whole team that's why that's why the whole team is is can be exciting and frustrating at the same point because it's it's you are watching players seemingly trying to figure things out from game to game. But then they have these games where it's like they take you by surprise and they show you all these things. And you're like, wow, you, you knew how to do that? Zeki Selik, you had two assists in you in one match? Wow, that is amazing. Right. I didn't know that. And and, and the, the the thing about it is that most of the time they are just surprised as we are. So that's why when things are going well and when you have nights like these, you see the whole team really just... It pops with energy. It really pops. But then when things go bad, the whole team sinks. That's why when we watched that Genoa game, we were completely distraught. We were completely overwhelmed by the helplessness that this team demonstrated on the pitch. It seemed almost unreal. Uh, But that's Roma. That's what they do. They take it from one extreme to the other. It's... uh, and just like we supporters react one way or another, the team also lives and breathes from zero to a hundred on that pitch yes. And so they have games where they're just non-existent, they look dead and then they have games where it's it's almost inspiring to watch them play and you're like they can do that as a team. It's amazing. These performances really from Roma? Wow. And that's why going into an international break is always good to end it on a positive note because then you can watch back and Roma now have a good sample of what their season could look like if they don't do something about it. Because it's one thing to, you know, to have, okay, this nice stretch, but then you have to take into consideration everything that took place beforehand and you can't go on like this. You know, Roma's season right. cannot be an extension of these opening few weeks. It cannot, because then you you end up at the uh, end of the season with, uh, with too few points and with just this up and down uh, track record. That is not good enough for anything. Not for Champions League right. football. Right. Not for winning the Europa League. Not for even Coppa Italia. That's what a team like Udinese does. It's this you know and roma if they aspire to champions league football they have to build consistency always it's about consistency you know i watch a lot of the british chef marco pierre white i love his <laughs> voice that now he's become this elderly uh, almost guru he is he's now just this big loving dude and he always says that it's all about consistency not only in the kitchen in life as well so in football as well it's all about consistency the teams that win they win because they build consistency why did Juve dominate okay beside okay now that's a bad example the refs uh why did oh. the Patriots dominate oh, stum- nice. no, again? That's a bad example because the refs. Were why did Golden State? Why did Golden State? Or why? Okay, you you being a Cavs fan, I'll make it uh, family friendly. Why don't bring has, up Jarrett
0: Smith again? We have children. Why no no? Time, huh?
1: Why has why has LeBron <laughs> been so great for so long? Because he's consistent. He's consistent about his work. He's consistent in his performances. He's consistent in being the best athlete in the world or one off not the best and so the same thing has to apply to a football team that like Roma aspires to something they haven't achieved in a long long time and the secret to that is always the same it's consistency so an international break comes along you can watch film you can come up with plan a plan B plan C plan D you can work with guys that haven't got enough minutes and haven't been called up by their respective national teams. So there are positives in this period of time where we will hear plenty of weird stories about managers, about players being linked to us and whatever. But tonight what matters is, is that once again, it's evidence that this team is capable of rising above the shit show that they've granted us, uh, on a number of occasions so far this season.
0: Well, speaking of shit show, to end this, I I I wanted to address this in a more, I guess, extensive manner. But perhaps we can save the the deeper conversation for the um for the international break. Uh, you you put out the article on the website uh, from uh, Gianluca De Marzio, who listen there. If if you're not in the country and you don't even have to be that well connected to like football media but but there it's hard to explain sort of like the 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 politics maybe is the right word behind when certain things are published what is published what is said uh, when it is said and for him to drop that story uh what was it three four hours before kickoff where he writes what he, he said after Genoa, uh, Roma were serious. Yeah, considering- yeah, he,
1: he basically comes on to Sky Sport to confirm the story that were, was released by Corriere dello Sport uh, yesterday morning. Uh,
0: which, uh, and they too, uh, it, it was written by the always, uh, the man who never misses, uh, Ivan Zazzaroni, who I could go on for hours about. Uh, no, but he's, like their, he's their
1: editor is there right it's the, um, basically like the director of the newspaper who writes the main story and becomes the biggest headline of of the day
0: you wouldn't know this if you're not again like deep into the weeds of this whole thing but but he does not have a good uh, relationship with the club just it's been that way for for years um i would say corriere del sport in general uh, doesn't uh have a great relationship with with roma uh, I myself do not. Most of the people at that uh, at that newspaper, I do not get on well with. During the entire saga with uh, Friedkin negotiating with Palotta, uh, I mean uh, myself, Filippo Biafora, we were writing about uh, there were meetings in New York, and they happened. They happened in February of uh, two thousand and twenty. Corriere dello Sport, they they write this very long article. This guy, this. This midget, I'll keep it to myself, being almost two meters tall. I I, I resent when somebody, you know, uh, barely a meter tall, uh, you know, goes into one of the biggest newspaper outlets in all of the country and writes, uh, we made this up, that there was never a meeting. They called it a phantom meeting. Um, they steal, uh, I mean, a number of interviews. I have it somewhere on Twitter. where They, they will literally just go on to net and they will copy and, well... Many of them don't speak English, so they, I won't say they will just copy and paste it. But do you understand? They 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 will do so without the attribution. They have done it so many times. I keep a running list on my Twitter. Every time one of the major newspapers just steals something from us, just no credit and no nothing. So I can't stand that. But Andy, I have to tell you, for him to for uh, for Gianluca Demarcio to 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 drop that story, okay, um, at at that time, I can't help but feel there was some sort of um. Agenda behind it, uh, some sort of bitterness. I don't know what it would be, uh, because Roma have been—I uh, I, mean—been profound in their denials that yeah, that that was never the case, that never happened. Now again, I've said what a club says publicly, you always have to take with a grain of salt. But for the most part, uh, the Roma of uh, the friedkins has been very forthcoming. Uh to me, at least, they've been very proactive and, and they have been very straightforward. So I, uh, until I, I have reason to believe otherwise, I'm going to believe them when they say this was never the case. But I, I, maybe this shouldn't be uh, the case, but it bothered me, the timing of it all. It really, really bothered me because it seemed like one of those stories that, you know, <laughs> You could have dumped that uh, two days from now. You could have dumped that during the international break. To yeah, help it's, you a cl- like it's a
1: kid. clear mood killer. It's a clear. Yes. it's you know, it's one of those jobs. Yes. it's a clear. Yes, it's a clear hit uh, yeah. job.
0: But, uh, what is the thing that uh, the uh, the 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 president of Fiorentina? What does he call it? You you've brought it up. The, um, it's job a job at to- the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> <That's-> eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Okay, that's job the Bronx. Eh? A- <laughs> that's what quoting that- the great
1: Rocco Commiso for anybody who doesn't know by now the, the that- famous words of Rocco Commiso to a, 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 an annoying journalist. Eh, that's your job at the Bronx. Eh?
0: That's exactly what it felt like because the timing of it was so suspect to me. And again, this is, I, I mean, I, I'm jaded in general. I'm always pessimistic. You know, for things when it comes to the Italian media, I never give them the benefit of the doubt, at least the bigger outlets. Um, I, I just, there, there's always a reason and agenda, a, a motivation behind it. There's no way you believe that, right? Because for me, even though Roma said and were profound when, they, when I asked it to them, they said, they're, no, 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 0%. I, I just even if they didn't tell that to me I I just couldn't believe that in any way shape or form right you, I assume you are the same I mean it, it these are you know
1: it's always it, there is always these moments where uh, you're confronted with, with the the Italian uh, media landscape that really chooses these moments wonderfully so honestly I mean it and most of the time these news are built out of Uh, either a feeling or a belief, you know, like the feeling was, obviously, you lost against Genoa, and we even came on here, and we were dead when this team lost 4-1 against Genoa. It felt like somebody sucked the air out of the room. You were just like, Mm. what the hell did we just witness? So perhaps... There is was even a, a reasonable notion to and I remember when I when we came on here after Frosinone and both of us were completely relieved. We were sitting there and we were like, oh my yes.
0: God. Yes. Oh,
1: you know, we won. Thank God. And I said, because well, I don't I didn't want to imagine what would have happened if we lost against Frosinone. Yes. So there and and that doesn't mean that there has to be truth but it's enough it's enough to spin a rumor and then this rumor is you know is it takes life of its own so m- perhaps it could have been even reasonable to imagine that at that moment when Roma lose at the Marassi completely humiliated taken out of the match by Genoa Genoa kicked their asses and completely dominate them uh that may be maybe a thought in the back of the head of say Dan Freaking was oh oh do we have to do something? Like, is this team going to respond? Because that's the that's the main issue. It's not even about three points here, three points there. I points matter, obviously. They that's all that matters. But it's also about keeping a, a a pulse on the team. Like, is this team? Are they are they still breathing? Are they still following this guy? And that's why I said the Frosinone win was so important because you had to, these players after that performances against Genoa, which was so horrendous, they had to show me the opposite, which is we will follow, we are still in it, we follow Mourinho. So, so far they haven't given me uh, uh, any notion that uh, they may not be on board with Mourinho. And um and, the, and Mourinho himself, right now, he just said, you know, he, he actually listed the, the players that were playing in the midfield tonight because of, of the scarcity of, of replacements due to injuries. And uh, and he said, you know, we showed despite that, despite playing with the midfield of Selik, Pagano, and Bove at the end, we, we still did great and showed great team spirit. so I have to thank them. I don't think those are words of a manager who has lost his handle on the locker room. Uh, I've seen those things happen in the past. This is, so far, this is not the case. So it's always like that. It's always like that. And and especially around Roma, you throw something at the wall, and most of the time it will stick because there is people within the media landscape, the local media landscape, that will do anything for that thing to stick. So they'll take that story and they'll fill it up, they'll blow it out of proportion, and they'll start naming names, and today you have an article from La Repubblica that basically said Roma are going into this Cagliari match with five names uh, ready to go as replace potential replacement Absurd. for Jose Mourinho. In case of a loss, they have Marcelo Gallardo ready, I- I, uh, Igor Tudor, uh, Hans-Dimiter Flick, they even have Conte. You know, all that baloney, baloney. <laughs> Yes. But it's there, and it's meant to embellish this wonderful narrative that has been built up by the Corriere de los Sport article, and and now will probably die out a little. Maybe we'll hear something during the next two weeks. But it's that was no
0: break, man. Come on, that's when the violence was. But up.
1: that's why it was so crucial to win tonight because win. at least yes. you could, you know, you could complete exactly. a, to squash them to a certain degree. That's that's all you could have done is win, and that, therefore you squash
0: the rumors. One hundred percent. I could not agree more. We will leave it there. We will return later in the week Uh, again, international break. So we will chew over a few things that uh, happen uh, in the aftermath. We will wait to see what happens with Paulo Dybala. Of course, our uh, our collective breath will be held that it is nothing too serious. Uh, But until then, ciao.